You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Grand Brothers Turbo. Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me, as always, is Todd Stark. Greetings. We're down, John, again, but it's all right. We thought we'd have him back this week, but uh, things come up. It happens. Yeah. Yeah, like I dropped the bomb on him at the last second. Yeah. Because show hung in the balance for about four days, you know? And and we were kind of, you know, we we were kind of under the assumption he would just kind of come back on his own, but then again... We never told him. No, he's married now. His That's wife right. didn't tell him to do it. That's right. So, it's our fault. It's our fault. You know, we didn't we didn't inform him in enough time. I know. He don't like that last minute stuff. No. And and I feel like I I last minute the we, hell we out did. of him. We did. Last minute it. And last minute just gotta it's roll minuted. that off the tongue. Minute it. I last minute it. That's a new word. I don't even know what the hell I said. <laughs> a lot of D's. Not even a minute. There ain't even a D in a minute. There's not. No, but I put it all up in it. See, Min-in-in-in-in-in-in. I can't even get it out. That's the past past tense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what what you been playing this week, there, buddy? Let's see. I'm playing Uncharted. Still, still yeah. playing Uncharted. I have been busy. Like I feel like I haven't been home at mm-hmm. all. It's that time of year, you know. Like, oh, yeah. you, I'm not in much right now. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I have done, and this is in the last, you know, if we're just talking about this week, the last few days. Mm-hmm. I have actually watched Twitch. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, like I, I never had the means here, and I just didn't round to it on my phone. You know, like I don't know, didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. I did watch it on my PlayStation when I had good internet. Right before the Hughes HughesNet debacle, mm-hmm. and that is a debacle. It is. I I believe yeah. it. I've heard enough. Yeah, I'm gonna say it every week till I get new internet. But I'm I've been watching Twitch. I, I download it on my phone. Okay. I use somebody else's internet. Now, are you are you watching anyone in particular? Or you I just... watched Wicked Beth, who's been on our show. That's right. I watched Lacia, who's okay. been on our show. I actually watched them together for a minute on your phone, and that's I don't know something funny happened to Beth. I think the <laughs> she about got ate by a zombie or something. And she screamed right, and then she cussed the zombie. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought I, I, that was funny. You know, I got, I got to see that again. You know, so mm-hmm. I I've been kind of watching them too. Cool. And I think it could lead to more, like you said, something about Mammoth. Yes, uh, Mammoth, uh, I don't want to say too much about him, but he will be on our show next week. And I guarantee you, uh, after being able to talk to him, you will change your tune. You'll want to go watch him, trust me. No, I want to, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, I've just heard, you know, when somebody's good, you hear their name all over. Yeah. And in all these podcasts, and I know, podcasts, and all these... uh, Streamers. Streamers, yeah. They're all together anyway, and they really do a good job of promoting each other. Oh, yeah, you, know, you absolutely. You hear their name run, running through it. I mean, you get in a ring like that, and it, it it just works. I can see why they're successful. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're going places, no doubt. I mean, the, the entire community itself, when you get to know them, we're plugging Epic right now, just in case you haven't figured that out. We wasn't uh, going to say that at all. <laughs> I get to the end, they be like, who the hell was they talking yeah, about? Yeah, Epic, Epic streamers, we, we've had several of them on our show. We've had... 
uh, Epleb, Lacey Finley, Wicked Beth. Uh, those are the only three that we've had on so far. But we, we plan on having them all on. It's a fantastic community of people. So supportive, so loving and caring. It's just, they're people you want to hang out with. You yeah, know what they're I mean? cool. They, they really are. So I'm, I'm glad that I got to know them. And I want to share them with the world and say, hey, with go. the world. Yeah, go check them out. Yeah. Yeah, like today I watched um, I watched Beth most of the day today play mm-hmm. Hellblade, and I don't know I just I, I enjoy watching somebody else play that game because I enjoyed that game and it's just an awesome freaking game to watch. I mean, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. I played it on PS4. This was on I think she had it on Steam because I heard her saying I'm, I was she was mashing her mouse. I'm like, how the, do you play that game with a mouse and keyboard? Yeah, I would I wouldn't be worth a damn. So when she said she had to figure out the controls, I totally understand that shit. If you could play on a, I couldn't play on a computer. Right. You were giving me my controller. I'll, I'll do it then. No, yeah, I understand. Unless it's point and click adventure, I want a controller. Yeah, like point and click works great with that. <laughs> I gotta have a controller, even though they always say, ah, people with the mouse dominate people in Call of Duty with the controller. I don't, I don't even see the difference. Well, I mean, we'd have to actually see it in action, but yeah. I mean, they're probably right. More precision, I guess. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. You can jump your hand around, whatever, and point. It's almost like you're pointing at it, yeah. I guess. Hit the W on the keyboard. I don't know what the hell you I hit. don't know either. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a PC gamer. Spacebar, spacebar, spacebar. I don't know. Enough about that. Yeah, enough about that. But they're no, they just, are just, they're very good yeah. people. They're they're yeah. awesome. That's that's just another day. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different convo. Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah. that's an all day. That's, yeah. that's an entire show. Just get them show. all on, all at but once. Back to the question you asked me, mm-hmm. Uncharted. Uncharted. What have you been playing? Uh, still The Witcher, but but I feel like I'm I'm nearing the end. I Hold don't on. really think Hold, that there's wait, much. Wait, I said I've been playing Uncharted, and you said, huh, still like yeah, you ain't still. done yet. No, 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 no. You said like, it like you ain't done because yet? because normally, normally you're just like, well, I've been playing this, I've been playing this, and then this. Yeah. You you're bouncing all over the place most of the time but this one you actually stuck with so no good good for you well i mean it's not that long (laughs) i'm still not done but i'm just you the point is you you said to me still still no not like that (laughs) but it was was and i I didn't say nothing you know my head i said when you said the witcher i said still but no i was i was asking like oh really cool you're you're sticking with this one i don't know that's what that's what i I want people in the comment to tell me the answer to this you have to rewind I'd love to see somebody comment. <laughs> I just want one person. <laughs> if you comment, uh, you win. Just one time. You win? What do they win? Just, they win. <laughs> okay. they, what happened to just winning? Like, yeah. I used to just like, just damn, Just comment win. first. A winner it. is you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still playing The Witcher. And I know, still, we, we've covered this many times. But like I still. said, I'm nearing the end because I'm, I'm running out of things to do. I've scoured the lands. Uh, there's not really anywhere else for me to go. Maybe a few spots here and there. Where are, where are you at right now? Like I could Tucson. not. Yes, that's where you was last mm-hmm. night when I seen you on your front on the front. I, was, I knew you was playing last yeah. night. I snuck in on you. Ah, I, was, I see. Okay. It was uh, what do you call it? Stalking. Stalking. I was stalking. How, do, how does that work exactly? I don't know. I just seen you. It said Stevens online. And I went and looked at you. <laughs> I see. I see. I got this thing that alerts me when you're online. Uh-huh. I, I think it's kind of like invading your privacy. It sounds like it. Yeah. You're just you're just peeking um, in on me. It's called a notification. I mean, I would do it here, but you've got a HughesNet. Yeah, I mean, that's about the only damn thing that works <laughs> is the notifications. But it's probably five seconds late. Like they got on and got back off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm I'm nearing the end. Hopefully, I'll be done very very soon. So, how many we'll hours see. have you put in that game? 
a lot. And you haven't I played know, anything else. You haven't played, you really haven't played no, anything No, because I, I debated on stopping to play Nat 2, or the demo. Right. Because I wanted to try that. And then I even, I got the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Episode 3 from Telltale. Yeah. Still haven't played it. And normally I stop everything I'm doing to play those and then come back. But I just haven't. I want to, I want to finish this one. I just want to get it done. Not that I'm bored with it. I just I want to focus on it. I want to stay focused on it. I, the, I'm going to be honest. I haven't played. I haven't finished The Walking Dead. Not that yeah. I did not love the story. I mm-hmm. still have two episodes. I might even have three episodes. Well, part, when did they get to? Uh, I stopped where they got to Richmond. Was it where they're going? Uh, yes. And uh, some sh- shit popped off. I don't want to yeah. spoil it. If anybody played it, you got to Richmond and some stuff popped off, and you found out something. Right. That's where I got to. I don't really know if it, I would say it was the best season they've done, but it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad. I just feel like that once they kind of veered off away from Clementine a little bit. Yeah. And that she she's really the heart of it. And the fact she that she's is. going back to it for season four, that's that's a smart step. But no, so, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Let's see. Season three. Who did you play at in season three? Um I cannot remember his name. This is season three. Yeah. You said season four. I was confused. Well, well, for season four, you'll get to play as Clementine. Like, it'll be her story. Right. Season two, who was it? I can't remember. I see him. I'm trying to remember his name, but I can't remember for the life of me. I can't either. Because I hear names, but for some reason they're not. I thought you played as her the whole time. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. She was intermittent. You talking about Javier? Javier, yes. That's on this season. I was talking about season two. Season two, season oh, one, you played lead. Season, season two, yeah, season two. No, I finished it. Oh, season two, you played as Clementine, right? And this one, you've bounced in back and forth between Javier and Clementine, right, So right. far, okay. And then season four is going to be the last season, yeah. And with, it's going to be Clementine, right? Okay. Now we're on the same. We're on the same page. Now. All right. Good. 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 I got I jumped track. You did. Look, I don't know where I, didn't I know went. where you went. I don't know either. I jumped. I was in Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still watching Wicked Beth play uh, Hellblade. Well, it was a it was an interesting stream, uh, nonetheless. Or at least she what I caught. She cussed out one of the. She called him a cocksucker. <laughs> I don't know if FCC. I can say that. I don't mm-hmm. know. We're not having. Well, I mean, we, we try to keep it classy. We do try to keep it classy, but mm-hmm. <laughs> she was raging. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It happens. All right. Well, we will get to the week's news right after this. Are you tired of the same Hollywood crap? Do you feel like something is missing from your life? Are you looking for a podcast that covers all genres of films? If you said yes to any of these questions, then you should join me, Matt the Angry Ginger, on the Bad, the Weird, and the Cheesy podcast, where I will take you on a journey through the cheeseball films of all genres and hopefully sway you to the dark side. You can find the Bad, the Weird, and the Cheesy podcast on Podbean, iTunes, and you can also track me down on Facebook and YouTube by searching the Bad, the Weird, and the Cheesy podcast. And we are back. Now, to any fellow podcasters out there, if you'd like to feature your own ad on our show, please contact us via our Facebook page, and we will gladly run it. For $15,000. Well, we can we can discuss rates. It might be free. For another time. We'll see. Yeah. All right. So, are you ready for some news? Oh, I woke up this morning. Today's been a good day. Mm-hmm. Unusually good day. Okay. And I woke up thinking about the podcast. I was wondering if we was going to do it. Well, here we are. We're and doing we're here, it. and I'm excited for the news. 
My God, I want to hear some news. Well, since we were already on the subject, I'm going to bring this up first because I feel like it would uh, it's worth just kind of bringing up casually. It's a little tidbit, as I like to bring up little tidbits. Uh, the 10th anniversary of The Witcher was this past week. There you go. There you go. There you go, Witcher, again. Yeah. I'm just I'm bringing Every it up. Every time a white man got to talk about games, got to talk about <laughs> Witcher. Anyway, what... Uh, they they were celebrating. They had a video. I think they shared it at PAX West. Uh, and they said that this week that there will be a 4K update coming for the PS4 and the Xbox One later on. They, I don't think they actually gave a, a specific date. Now, for, and this is for... For The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3. And, and this is part of The Witcher... The, yeah, part of the, the 10th anniversary. anniversary celebration. Now, one thing I will have to say. we I know that you had said this previously. I'm going to have to counter your argument now. Uh, when you what? were talking about how Shadow of Mordor was more gorgeous than The Witcher 3. You know, I, I, I will agree with you on that. I will say that going to Tucson on The Witcher 3, that is the, absolutely the most gorgeous area of a game I've seen in a long time. It's so vibrant. It's so beautiful. It ain't better than Uncharted 4. I would have to, I, I, I don't know, I'd have to compare it. But the, I guess the reason is, the reason it's popping off so much to me now and just feels so perfect is because you go to all these different areas like Novigrad and mm. Velen, and they're just so drab, and you, especially when it starts raining, it's just so dark yeah. and gloomy. But when you get to Tucson, it's so vibrant and bright. It never rains. And it's just gorgeous. <laughs> There's colors all around. I mean, they're just, they pop. It so, never rains. I've never seen it rain there since I've been there. It's just very sunny. And then when the nighttime comes, you can see the stars. And I don't think I've seen the Damn. stars. Yeah, it's <laughs> the fantastic. Stars. They don't have stars everywhere else. You no, go. no, no. But you can actually see them. It's not a yeah. cloudy sky. It's not hazy and dark. Well, it's because they got all the money in that city. Well, it's, it's gorgeous. So I love going there. And I have to say that I'm just going to disagree on the shadow more well i agree with you like on that maybe i pulled the plug a little too soon maybe. when i'm wrong i say i'm wrong now and just imagine how great it'll look on 4k i know now that'll put your eyes I would out love you gotta be careful to see that area with 4k high definition it would be, be like, fantastic it'd be like looking at the eclipse yeah and just burn your eyes out yeah you gotta wear them sunglasses and i got 25 can't even take pairs, a picture right? of it because it'll burn your your camera lens yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even sell them damn glasses now. I know. Yeah, they're worthless. I think they've got recycling bins for them or something now. I don't know. Oh, well. Well, you can just hang on to them and be like, hey, this is for that time that I did that thing and looked up at the sun. You know, I could put it on and, and act like a blind man. That's right. You could. You could 3D really... glasses and you're going to look like a blind man. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll put regular glasses on over top of them and I really won't be able to see. That is true. That is true. So you can give me the news, please, All right, sir. Next, next piece of news uh, is from Bethesda. They have a secret game that well, nobody they knew. They do. They mentioned at PAX West that they have a new game that will release by the end of the year. I broke that story right here. You did. I beat Just you. now. I beat you before, before I said Before I even you. said anything and yep. before anybody nobody else knows about this game on the internet. It's a secret game. Okay. Now, considering they would not say what it was, I would imagine that it's a. It'd have to be some sort of big surprise, something they really want to hold close to their chest. But keep this in mind. Mm -mm. Now, with all the release games or the release dates they have for games for the rest of the year or upcoming, right? We have Wolfenstein Two, yes, The Evil Within Two, yes, that's soon, Doom VR, uh, and Fallout VR, 
and oh, then that's easy. Skyrim on Switch. So they could very easily have a couple of teams on all those VR titles swap porting it over. Now, with that in mind, with all that said, if it's not one of these games, what do you think it might be? Okay, you remember that rumor about a Game of Thrones game? Mm-hmm. Which I really hope it ain't. I mean, it's just going to be Skyrim. But wouldn't that just... I don't think they would be able to put out a Game of Thrones game and have that so secret Well, up there to was now. that rumor. It got put out on Target. Yeah, true, but... I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, that's now what the, if, I don't think it's that. I'm hoping it ain't that. Well, what if you're actually right? What if it's a Skyrim, but they it's just... modded. Yeah, they just modded. That's what everybody <laughs> talked about. It'd be a Skyrim mod. And I was like, man, then they're right. I don't really... I've already played that. Yeah. I don't want to play that. I haven't, but I don't even know if I still would. I don't know. But it could be Fallout. Um, what was it? What's the... Uh, there's a rumor about Fallout New... Not New Vegas. Fallout... I've not heard of a Fallout rumor. Yeah, there was something like a... It was almost like a Louisiana kind of oh, yeah. thing. Really? I, I remember hearing a rumor about that. I have not heard that. And I don't know, you know. I'm gonna look it up and keep talking. Okay, you well, keep talking your stuff. I'm was, gonna look it up. I mean, it was it was just a question I wanted to pose because I'm curious. I'm I want to know. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm their biggest fan in the world, but they do put out some good games, and I'm eager to see what they would be hiding so secretively. I'm, yeah. I'm eager to. I'm I'm curious. I'll say that. Uh, the next thing I have is a, a game that we had. Actually, I think we spoke about last week, or I know we've spoken of it recently, is uh, L.A. Noir. It was announced that Rockstar Games will be re-releasing the game on November 14th for PS4, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. And, this was a, a nice little bit, there will be a VR version releasing on the HTC Vive that will feature seven of the cases from the original game, but they're rebuilt for VR. Now... It is said to deliver an unprecedented interactive experience blending breathtaking action with true detective work. I can see that. I'm hoping that with that announcement that it, it works out on the Vive and they will port it over to the PSVR at some point. I would love to see that happen. I wish they would do it from the get-go. And they still I, I do, yeah. I, I really would too. Uh, I noticed that the Vive seems to be the go-to now. I, I didn't realize it was that popular but it does seem to be the, the going it the, spot it was the middle range one am i right i thought so yeah because uh what was the oculus was mm-hmm. the really high high price one and the right. vibe was in the middle mm-hmm. well sometimes the middle thrives and well, i think this definitely is that one doing time. so it was high end but it's not so high end that it was as high end as the other one you yeah. know what i mean like it was just <laughs> it, it was in the middle like right. i said in the middle now uh as i said it's it's coming to all the platforms now there will be a few Minor differences. The L.A. Noir for the Nintendo Switch will feature the complete original game with all the additional downloadable content, but it will have specific enhancements including a Joy-Con mode with gyroscopic gesture-based controls, HD rumble, and a new wide and over-the-shoulder camera angles plus contextual touchscreen controls for portable detective work. So you can just touch your screen if you're on the go because that's what you do with the Switch. I hate that. Okay. Uh, now, for the PS4 and Xbox One, okay. they will deliver also the complete original game, all the DLC. Why do you got to touch the screen? Because you're on the go, man. Like, just... I'm not playing that game <laughs> if I'm on the go. You, you, some people might. You never know. But I'm trying to figure out how that works. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. You can touch the screen to do detective work. Yeah. 
Look, so instead of just touch. walking over here, there's you just a knife. Touch. touch. Yeah. And then you point at the guy. Did you do this? Yeah. And he gives you that face. Gesture-based controls. You just point your your controller out, and there you go. You. You can do it. You. I don't understand it. But this. I don't. Is, hey, we'd have to be there and try. We'll okay. Have to try. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt That's you, okay. Stefian. But Xbox One and, and PlayStation PS4. Four. They get all the games. Say PS4 first. It will come with a range of technical enhancements for greater visual fidelity and authenticity, which would be pretty cool to see, Yeah, uh, including enhanced lighting and clouds, new cinematic camera angles, high-resolution textures, and more. It will play natively at 1080p for the PS4 and Xbox One consoles and stunning 4K for the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. These versions will capture the true grit and crime of the City of Angels like never before. I really think this is gonna be fun. I'm. I'll, I'll definitely get it. Yeah, I will tell you this. Like I was telling you earlier, I really don't feel like I spent enough time with that game. I did enjoy what time I had. I think I actually went out of my way to platinum it, but there was some sort of uh, terrible glitch in the game <laughs> that you had to exploit because I think it had something to do with the cars. Right. And you had to drive all of them. Didn't yeah, you? you had to find them all. And I was like, okay, where's this car? Where's that car? And you could never find them. And it was just so frustrating. So somebody had said, hey, if you go into your gallery of cars and you select that one, then you go back and you play the game, the car will just appear. And I'm like, what kind of stupid glitch is that? Yeah. But it worked. So right. I was like, all right, cool. So it took me forever, but I finally did it. It was a ridiculous amount of work for a platinum trophy, but not like Mad Max ridiculous. Did that you one get I gave that up Mad Max? New. I didn't either. I gave up on it. And I really did. I spent 100... I've already said this. I, I, 148 well, no. hours on hey, the game. Hey, I, I spent a lot of time doing that game. I enjoyed playing it, but when it came down to that one little thing, yeah. I wasn't going to do it. It's ridiculous. There are too many... Uh, what do you call them when you... Scavenger locations? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, not only that, but you have this, you have this problem that it seems like all your little uh, missions... And then you have all these things that you're supposed to complete within this very ridiculous list of, I don't even remember what they were, side missions. Uh, they were they really were, not side missions. They were object, not uh, objectives. Uh, nonsense. Nonsense. What they were. I remember. But it was just, it seemed like a lot of them, they were impossible to do unless you had all these other missions. You Like you had to do them then. Like I think there was just one that you had to make sure that five or ten of the scavengers had jumped on your car and landed on a spike. Well, how can Dude, I, I had the damn I control spikes. that? I had the spikes and it wasn't even killing them. Yeah. It was so it I don't know, ridiculous. We're getting off on a tangent. I don't care. Um boom. I'm just saying. All right, well, moving on. A Matthew uh, tangent. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Shout him out. Shout out. Uh Destiny 2 came out this past week and boy, it was just insane. Um dude, I could give two shits. I I mean, I just don't really care. I don't know why. I want to play the game, but I don't care. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, everybody's on Twitter. Well, I, I never got into the hype with the first one, so I don't really have too much of a care to play it. But, but I have watched, I have watched people play it, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I could play this. It's fun. But I'm being honest. Those raids are awesome. I've heard a lot of people talking about that, yeah. They do those monsters the right way. If you play a big monster game like that where you attack it, mm-hmm. And that's how it was played, and you could make it just like that. Oh man, that'd be awesome. You know, like yeah. they tried to do it with Evolve, I guess. Yeah. I, was, I don't know. I guess they just missed the mark somewhere. This week, 
uh, along with the release of Destiny 2, there was a, a bit of an issue on the PS4 Pro end of it, is right. that there were players reporting crashes uh, on a Bungie forum page. Now, Bungie issued a statement saying, thank you for your reports. We are aware of reports of some PS4 Pro players encountering crashes, and we are working with our partners to investigate the issue. Now, crashes have been reported across several different missions and in worse instances with a frequency of about three to four minutes. Several players have stated that a particular issue comes up when introduced to Zavala. Zavala? Zavala? I don't know. I'm just reading this. Jesse Zavala? Zavala. Uh, When introduced to Zavala in the opening tutorial mission, uh, the error code that pops up is error code CE-34878-0. Boom, that's a lot of dashes and zeros. It is. Interestingly, some players mentioned that there was a crash code, that this was a crash code that was reported during the Destiny 2 beta. And as of yet, there is no official fix. Oh, Jesus. That's that's, just for some people. Yes. Like, people that have HughesNet. I guarantee you the common (laughs) denominator is HughesNet in that. Well, you have to do a little investigating and find that out. I'm not doing that. Well, tell Bungie. Say, hey, look into HughesNet Check out HughesNet and have them barred from their association if you can do that. But right now, the common denominator is PS4 Pro. Nothing else. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nintendo. Just wow. saying. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh, South Park, the oh. fractured butthole. Yeah. Uh, the highly anticipated RPG apparently has an interesting feature pertaining to character creation. It seems that the difficulty level you choose to play also affects your skin tone. Yeah, I'm saying that. <laughs> the easier the difficulty, the lighter your skin becomes, the harder, the darker. Now, during the process of character creation, Eric Cartman will state, in true fashion, don't worry, this doesn't affect combat, just every other aspect of your whole life. (laughs) And that is some scathing social commentary if I ever heard any. Now, Ubisoft developers explain that the difficulty level stating the game actually affects the amount of money you receive and the way other characters speak to you throughout the course of the game. So, it is quite clearly social commentary on racism in modern society as opposed to, you know, any other thing that it could be. That is ballsy, dude. Yes. And as far as a video game goes, I think this is a pretty effective way to do this. Who else could do it but them? Exactly. I would would actually have to say that for sure. I don't think it would have been handled properly in anybody else's hands. No. But there's more. I don't know if you saw this one or not. Later on, you have to choose your gender. Okay? <laughs> Something that was not an option in the first game. Right. You sit down with Mr. Mackey to choose okay. from three options. Three Male, options, okay. female, or other. Oh, okay. oh, Now, after choosing which one, <laughs> he'll contact your parents who will then reinforce your decision to be male, female, or other. And it will turn out if you pick a non-male character... The game will use the conversation with Mr. Mackey to actually retcon the continuity from the first game to change it as you have been a girl or a transgender all along. Right. You weren't a boy. That's pretty clever. Yeah. So again, yeah, I expect nothing less from these guys. But they can do that. Yes. and They they are brilliant. They do it tactfully. It's not just, well, we're going to do this just because we're trying to cater to somebody. No, they're doing it because they're making a point. It's the same, in the same way that Dave Chappelle could do it. Yes. Dave Chappelle could do this and it's fine and and nobody gets pissed off Mm -hmm. because there's there's a way to do it and a way to not do it. Yeah. And I can, and I'll say right now, I'm sure this will 
this will stir a lot of angry bees somewhere down the road oh, because yeah. somebody's not going to get as as South Park is known to do. They have their way of humor, and some people just don't get it. So I'm hoping that people will be more open-minded and understand this is satire. It's meant to be ridiculous, but it's saying something. Pay attention to what it's saying. So I love it. I can't wait to play it. Uh, next was a, a little tidbit. A tidbit? Yeah, this is this actually goes to a story that we spoke of last week. And the only reason I brought it up is because I never saw anything about it. So I was curious as if this was the follow-up. Platinum Games founder Heidi K. Kayama teased Bayonetta 3 this week via a tweet suggesting that loose ends of the series plot will be tied up in a third entry of the series. Now, last week we said that Platinum Games had a, a new IP that they were going to talk about and they were going to mention the next week. It's next week. And this is the only news that I saw come out of Platinum Games. Did you see anything? I seen the Bayonetta 3. So that's not a new IP. That's bullshit. Granted, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to see a Bayonetta 3. I'd still want to play the first two because they looked awesome, but I don't know. Don't lie to me. Don't tell me it's a new IP when it's not. I'm just saying. Yeah, for real. Okay. Now, Next they did th- say that they were going to come out with a new IP. They're working on a new IP. Yeah, this is not a new IP. Because remember I said Bloodborne 2, and I was like, oh, yeah. wait, they, don't, they didn't do wrong. it. That's wrong. Yeah, that's he remembers last week's conversation, as do you. You may be. Uh, yeah. All right. Next up, uh, there are rumors that circulated a few weeks ago about a new HD version of Okami. Or Okami? That's the Okami, little guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. He's going to sit on the table with us. There he is right there. Now, uh, I think its name is... Uh, Okami? No. Uh, Okami, then. No. What? I can't remember. But it's it's the character's name is not Okami. Okay, well, I don't know. There's a, it starts with an A, but I can't remember. It says Made in China and Capcom on the bottom. Well, that, that doesn't help. Hey, Atreyu. That's not Atreyu. <laughs> what? You thought it was. Yeah, you, you screwed me you. over. I hood your ass. All right. <laughs> anyway, it seems that these rumors are all but confirmed as the game officially appeared on the Korean Game Rating Board. Uh, Okami HD was previously released on PS3, which is a remastered version of the PS2 console. I remember playing it on the Wii. I'd love to play it again. I actually think I went and bought it for the PS3, but I never got around to playing it. But the only thing that was tricky about that, and I think on a PS4, and hell, even a Switch if they did it there, but they didn't mention it, would be the touchpad where you could actually draw the symbols. Right. Because with the Wii, you kind of had to do that, but it was motion and it was fickle. But I don't see how you could really do that on a PlayStation 2 or even the three, for that matter, trying to edge it out. Um, hello, the move controller. Those worked so understood. good. Well, okay. But <laughs> point being... I mean, what if they did mix that up? Yeah. Why has nobody done that? I don't know. Why has nobody mixed up a game with a controller? Just use everything. I think we'll get into that in a little, a little bit. Because I have a... I have a little story that will go along with Ooh, it. Oh, I guess yeah. your stories every week. I'm sorry for just okay. busting it's your okay. balls every week. No, no, no. You're not busting my balls. I'm just saying, hey, we'll, we'll save that for a little bit later. Like because tomorrow? I think I think we'll get it. I think we'll get into it next week or later today. Later, later like today. This week tonight? No. Shut up. I'm <laughs> going to move on now to your favorite conversation piece: the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo announced that there will be two new controllers for the Switch: uh, a Breath of the Wild and Mario themed Switch controller releasing on October 23rd. Uh, Both controllers have been officially licensed by Nintendo, but they are designed by a third party. 
designer whom, whose name I can't remember offhand. I didn't write it down. I'm sorry. That but is poor journalism. It is. I'm sorry. But they feature or they feature six interchangeable analog caps for custom controls, soft touch rubber grips for added comfort, and a 10 foot removable USB cable. But I will say, you know, despite what we've said in the past where they like to, you know, shill you for every dime you've got. Yeah. The the they controllers do. do look awesome. I looked at the Zelda one and it was badass. I would want to have it if I had a Switch. It's And if I'm not mistaken, didn't the have the buttons were gold? Perhaps. And I know it was black and gold. That was the color scheme. Yeah, and like one of the controller buttons like up was gold. It, it looked kind of cool, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Or the maybe Mario the one was about thing. what I expected. Nah. Red with icons Mario. and everything on it, so. I've grown past Mario. Well, he's still fun. He's, you know what's he's awesome though about it? To, it's no, no. Like I didn't grow. Like when I say I grew up, I grew past Mario. Like mm. there's a certain cutoff to where I would always go back and play that game. Mm-hmm. But after that, I just didn't really care. You know, don't really yeah. care to go back and play those games. Even like the new ones. Like I went and played the with the new Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. when it came out. It was okay. It just I don't know why it, it never matches up the, the other ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think Mario Super Mario World is my cutoff for Mario. Fair enough. I never I didn't play in the Nintendo sixty four version. I know every, a bunch of people love that game. Mm-hmm. I played maybe ten minutes of it. I love it. It's good though. So. But like you said, I don't know if I. I mean, it would have to be in my possession, and I have nothing else to play, and just say, you know what, I kind of like to go to it. I think I've gotten to a point now in my life, and there's just so many games. Going back and replaying one is just hard to do anymore. You know, because I can, I can, I'm building a library right now of so many games, but yet, when am I ever going to replay them? I don't know. I know. Maybe, maybe one day, but it's not in the cards anytime soon. Maybe when the world ends, <laughs> and we'll see. And there are <laughs> no more games to be made. Around. Right. Okay. Uh, next thing we have here is uh, Capcom is, release some details. Is this the secret stuff? No. Capcom released some details this week about their upcoming Resident Evil Revelations collection for the Nintendo Switch. Since we're on that. Right. Uh, apparently, you can get the first game in its physical release form, but the second game that's bundled with it is only available through a download code. Now, what makes it interesting to say that you have to have a download code for it is that you better have a micro SD card installed in your Switch to handle the download because obviously the Nintendo system itself cannot handle the capacity because for some reason Nintendo doesn't have internal memory that's worth a damn. What did I read this week? They ran, um, they ran some game. It's a big game. It was a be it'd be a full load for it. I can't remember. Mm. I can't remember the game, but it said they ran it on the on the Switch Mm. and it wasn't pretty. It wouldn't even work. Well, the fact that you have to put everything on an SD card on every one of their consoles. Yeah. You go back to even to the Wii, and you had to do that if you wanted proper storage. Especially yeah, once you started getting virtual console. it got It's getting ridiculous. Why can't you just beef it up? Everybody else is beefing it up. And, yeah. and the Nintendo Switch is going for what? 300? Or is it yeah. 350? Yeah. Okay, so Three, 300. We'll 300. just say... Yeah, 300. Yeah, it's 300. What is it... How much more will it take just to, to beef it up? Say, put a, a terabyte worth of memory in it. Okay. Gonna What's it going to do? They're not going to do that. It's not going to hurt anything, though. They're going to go up $100. If it does, people will pay it because it would be uh, no different than buying a, a PlayStation 4. But it, I don't think it would be worth it because well, you're getting the storage, but you're not getting the capacity that that thing or yeah. even the Xbox One X can do. But here's the thing is at least it's not expensive. 
It's it's not, and that's that's always their driving point, and I get it. But we need storage. If you continue to put everything on a secondary storage device, like you said, it's not going to run properly. Well, maybe those other ones don't work good with their memory the way they already have it, like the way everything's built together. I don't know. It just it, it boggles my mind that the, if no one has done this up to this point, you're being forced to go out and buy an SD card if you want to play Part 2 because it's not going to fit on your internal storage. Right. Now, granted, most people will already have thought ahead and done that, but not everybody does. But how much are you talking here? Like how much memory? Uh, I don't recall. I think it was like a 26 gigabyte, but do not quote me on that. Okay. How, what's the biggest SD card you can get? You can get high in what uh, I think you can get 256 now, but you've really got to scour for those. Right. I understand. How it, much? How much would it cost? They're relatively inexpensive. They're getting there. How I'd much? say. I don't know. I need you to. Do I look like Amazon to you? <laughs> You're on there all the time. I don't know. 30, 40 bucks. Okay, there we go. 30. Okay. That is not bad. I would I'd do that. But still. I'm never going to have a switch. I think also, you know, it's, well, you said it's on every one of them. Mm-hmm. But this one to me would be the only one that actually made sense doing that because it's portable. Yeah. But the other ones, you know, I couldn't still. see the way it's built. Why you would have to do that? I don't know. Maybe I just need to go get one and no. try it for myself, and don't that way it. I can I can sit here and say with absolute without judgment, I can say it for sure. Not at three hundred dollars, dude. Well, at some point, maybe, maybe. But again, hey, that's a story for later. We'll get to it. Are we talking about that later, too? We will. We will. Okay. Uh, next thing, since we're on the subject of Resident Evil, right. uh, Resident Evil Gold Edition was announced. Uh, we'll be releasing. Did I say seven? Resident Evil 7 Gold say. Edition. You did. Okay, I'm just making sure. Uh, will be releasing on December 24th in Japan, <laughs> which means that there will be a stateside announcement pretty soon, no right. doubt. Yeah. Uh, it will essentially serve as the Game of the Year edition for the survival horror title, and it will include all the DLC released so far. Uh, Gold Edition will also come with Not a Hero, which is a DLC pack that was promised to arrive just after the game's release, but was delayed. Now, those who already own the original version of Resident Evil 7 will be able to download this free on December 14th. Hell yeah. I got that. So, I don't have 7. Did you give it back to me? Yeah, I did. But uh, I I have yet to buy it yet, but uh, I do want to... Do you still have it on your... Do you still have it on your... On your Pro? No. But it shows that you played it. Yeah. You can just borrow mine, and but I still—I mean, I'd still like to get this. I want to—I never got to play the DLC. I'd love to play some of the DLC in VR, and yeah. I think that was one of the additions they were putting on there. Right, dude. I, I'm going to tell you right now that I can't remember the name of it, but the one where you're tied in the bed mm-hmm. and you have to get out just sounds insane to me. Yeah. I mean, I want to. There you go, Wicked Beth. That is something you need to stream right <laughs> you just there. Gonna feed to her the entire time. Yeah, yeah, okay. and 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 Lacia can do it too. Like okay. they can all do it. It just, it just seems well. I guess Lacia does do horror stuff, don't she? Uh, not as much as Beth. Well, that's why but I she, said Beth. But she has she has. Why some you, time to you're time. acting like I'm playing favorites? It sounds like it sometimes. Yeah. Well, I'm just <laughs> I'm more horror related. But let's talk about Space Cats. We, we haven't talked about Epileb. <laughs> Epileb. We've got Space Cats uh, Wonderful. Next. Yeah. No, that's I don't awesome. have. I'm oh, sorry. That's a good lead into it. Yeah, it is. But I don't have Space Cats. I'm sorry. No, uh, no the next thing is uh, 
from developer Rainbright Limited, they announced their upcoming title, Reverie, which is an action-adventure... Reverie? Reverie? Oh, okay. I remember this now. I've seen this name. Yes. It's an action-adventure title set on a fictional island in New Zealand Mm. that looks like an old-school classic RPG that harkens back to games like Earthbound and A Link to the Past. I sent this to you. You did. Uh, You play as Ty, who is a young boy on summer holiday who must explore... Tor, ooh, mm, words. Why, yeah, I've got to, I've got to start reading through these. Tomori <laughs> Island. It's not really not that hard. It just catches me off guard. It's like my brain's it's trying like to your, figure it out. Your tongue tripped. It did. Uh, with angry spirits threatening the safety of the island's inhabitants, Ty must venture through the dangerous dungeons and across a variety of environments to put the spirits to rest. Now, the game features six dungeons to fight and puzzle through. Uh, many weapons and items to cater to different gameplay styles to be or to be used in unique situations. Uh, a story inspired by a Maori legend. I hope I'm saying that right, but I doubt it. Maori. Maori. It's, it's probably a, a yeah. New Zealand word. Yeah, uh, like one. You explore a fictional island off the coast of New Zealand, which I'd love to go to New Zealand. That would I would great. too. Isn't that where they did Lord of the Rings? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would love to go there. Uh, a wide variety of distinct environments to explore in the overworld. and what if collect... there's still orcs there? I, I doubt it. But you never know. There might be one or two ha- hanging around under a rock. Yeah. Uh, and you can also collect hidden feathers from New Zealand's many beautiful native birds. Uh, this is set to launch on the PS Vita in early 2018 via the PlayStation th- Store. Ghost? Huh? You used to say ghost? No, I got, I got tongue tied again. Need a drink of water, honey? No. And... It will eventually see its release on the PS4 at a later date. Now, I'm very intrigued by this. I I actually watched the video, and it's it's definitely Earthbound. Yeah, that's that's what I saw. So, with that being said, I hope Nintendo doesn't try to sue them for <laughs> copyright infringement since they seem as to have long this. as it's different, it doesn't matter. I know, but you've seen what they've done on other things, yeah. so I'm just saying. Um, another thing I noticed in the in the gameplay. Because the the kid, he kind of had the... He looked like Ness, or the right. character they called Ness. And he had a little baseball bat. But I saw another one. I'm wondering if this is a, a, a little wink and a nod. And I'm curious if there will be others like this. He was using a, a yo-yo. And if you remember Star Tropics, it was an NES game where yeah. you used a yo-yo as your primary weapon. So I'm right. curious if that's was kind of a, a clever little nod to that. Just say, hey, this will be more of these little things in there like that. It's kind of like uh, Life is Strange. Yeah. There you go. I coined that phrase right then. Mm-hmm. How is it? How is it like that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know <laughs> but isn't like a life is strange. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't it have like a lot of throwback stuff in it? It's like the '80s. I don't re- no. It was more punk rock Seattle. Oh well, see, like I've heard it's all like a throwback to '80s movies and stuff. Like, life is strange. Yeah. No. 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 What's that? Strange, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. There yeah, you go. God, hey, man, good. Thinking? I don't hey, know. Hey, I'm working hard. Why do you think I'm looking at you, stupid? I don't stupid? know. Like, I thought you was just like, I was like, you played the game, dude. No. Like, I had it wrong. Like, you yeah. just, just called me on it. You did. Like, immediately. Yeah, immediately. Just you me just, I didn't know what you were you talking about. through that, bro. I have no idea what you're talking about because you're talking about either. 80s and Life is Strange. And I was like, yeah, what, what's what the you, name of that? Stranger, Stranger Things, Stranger right? Things. It's a Netflix show. And it's a throwback to 80s. Yes, it is. There you go. That's okay. I compared it. Good. That's why Great. you said... Fantastic. <laughs> how is that now? 
I had it wrong, player. You did. Players mess up. Okay. Well, I'm going to move on since you screwed that up. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Following the successful launch of Resident Evil 7 for the PSVR, Capcom is pushing another one of their big franchises into the VR ring. Now, Now, I don't want this. Monster Hunter. I don't know about that. Okay. I don't know. Well, hang on. And that, that's pretty fast paced, am I right? Yes, but there's the, there's a catch to this. Um, it's designed as an out-of-home experience. The Monster Hunter X Circle of Saviors is a collaboration with 5-4, a Japanese development studio whom uh, the business model includes making multiplayer VR experiences designed for a mixed reality suite. Now, this allows the players to team up in unique ways with... Circle of Saviors offering VR to one player while the second acts as a support shooting the crossbow to take out enemies in the virtual world. It will play just like you would expect Monster Hunter to play, just in a VR fashion. Now, this is played with an HTC Vive. See, there you go. Vive's bringing it up again. However, it is currently available only at Capcom's Gameland venue in the Aeon Mall in Suduma. Saduma. Saduma. I don't know. I don't know about. Well, it, it, currently there's no word uh, on whether or not Capcom will intend to bring this to another platform like to home consoles like PSVR, Oculus, and whatnot. Right. Um, and since the project is billed as a limited collaboration, it really doesn't seem like it. I kind of hope it will change because. Even if it's just a little experience, like if they don't put together a full game, just a, just a sample, that would be cool. Just to to allow home game, you know, people to play at home, right. just just to get a taste of it. I think I just I want to try it once at least, just once. Yeah, just, because just a tip. to just actually a tip see of one of the monsters from Monster Hunter in full fashion, I guess that would be, that would be cool. Yeah, it would be cool. Just I mean, for yeah, that. I can see that, but like. I but yeah, playing know. it like that, I, I can't really know. see how that would work. I don't know. That would make would me insane. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Okay, now we're going to get on to another topic that we brought another up last one? week. We did this last week? Yeah, we talked about this last week, but there's more information. And I'm, any more, any any reason I can to, to bring this up and talk about it, I'm going to. Not Travis. The not Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. All right. Uh, game director Suda51 had a chat with Dual Shockers at PAX West where he discussed the game's development for Nintendo, among other things. He stated that he actually loves developing games for Nintendo since their hardware is always unique, mentioning the Wiimotes inspired the Beam Katanas for the original No More Heroes. He even loved the GameCube controller design since the buttons were positioned in different ways and fashions. And it was, it was a very unique controller, um, very unconventional, I will say. Right. And they're still doing unconventional ways with their controllers. They seem to be going back to that GameCube design, I've noticed, sort of. Right. You know, with the the stick is out of place. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever they do. Whatever. Um, he called Nintendo the most punk hardware manufacturer due to the Switch's current design. He applauded them for trying new things that no one else had tried, challenging creators to figure out what to do with these new features. I will agree that their innovation... What he says there, yeah. I don't think I've really heard it said that way. And it's, it kind of goes back to what you were saying. You have these these elements, these things that designers or, or the hardware manufacturer is creating. Right. And they're trying to challenge the game developers to try something. So with the move controllers, try to try to figure try out to something figure to do with it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do it, but it's there. 
the fact that people are, are their developers are going to the to the VR, they don't have to, but they're thinking, what could we do with that? That would be pretty cool. The fact that Capcom went all in for Resident Evil Seven and did that was I like that remarkable. Yeah, and I think it paid off. I do too. Because I think it paid off for both of them. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily want everything like that. Exactly. But, you know, now, we talked the other day about that. It's like sometimes I want to play a game like that. Sometimes I don't. But it's nice to have that option. Yeah. And see, and I think that's that's the point he's trying to make here is Nintendo. They are always striving for it, and their their intentions are well meaning. But I don't think they're really touching on the pulse of the market no. and really understanding. Yes, we do want something new. We do want something different and innovative. But sometimes there's just a moment where we want things to be as is. Not all the time. But there are just times I just want to sit down with a simple game. I don't want to have to worry about getting up and doing this and doing that. Even the VR is a chore to play. Right. So I love it, but it's a chore. So I don't do it all the time. Yeah. So um, anyway, he said that... uh, they always create something revolutionary. He feels compelled to develop something as revolutionary, so they complement one another. And in that regard, I don't know if you've played any of his games. Have you actually sat down and played any of them? Any of which ones? Uh, well, like uh, Let It Die or No More Heroes or even... Oh, now I played, was it Lollipop Chainsaw? Lollipop Chainsaw, yeah. yeah. Now that was... He directed that one, Yeah. Uh, but I don't... And I know he developed it, but James Gunn, yeah, how about wrote, that? He yeah, story, he wrote yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, but he did that one. Uh, there was uh, Killer Seven. Did you ever play that? No, but I remember that game. Now that was that came out I on the GameCube, like I think very very late in the game, and I remember that it was a game that not a lot of people talked about because it was just so bizarre. And I found it very cheap one time. I think at a Toys R Us. I think they were trying to just get it off the shelves. It was like ten bucks. And I said, okay, ten bucks. I'll I'll, I'll grab it. I loved it. It was right. a very bizarre game, but everything that they did in it, it was just, it was like, what am I, what am I looking at here? What am I playing? This is just insane because it was like a complete mind screw. Every one of their games has, I don't know, you can tell when it's their game. I feel, I feel like he's the game, the video game equivalent of someone like David Lynch or Stanley Kubrick yes. for video games. He's well, not, he's not afraid to go out and do these, these oddball designs he's not right. content just making the same game over and over and over because i know even when you had the two no more heroes which are essentially the only sequels that i've ever seen him do right he found a way to change it up because the mini games between one and two are completely different i don't want to see the same thing in this game i want to see something that's familiar but you've taken it yet in another direction like we've heard it's supposedly doing right so I love that. Um, so when's it coming out on PS4? Let me let me continue mm. because you're going to love this. Oh, I know. Uh, when asked whether or not Travis Strikes Again will remain a Nintendo Switch exclusive, Sudasan immediately responded yes, but then he said maybe. So, now No More Heroes was originally a Wii exclusive. Right. And then it was remade into Heroes Paradise for PS3 and Xbox 360 three years right. later. Right. On the other hand, No More Heroes 2 remained a Wii exclusive. So, you may be right in this situation. Oh, I am. So, we'll see. And it's going to come with um, the second one. If it does, then I need to know ahead of time. I don't... You, gotta, because, you shit yourself. But again, but again, there's, a, there's another selling point. Because I told you, they had sold me this system, correct? 
I told you that last week. Right. I was sold. Well, they unsold me. A little they bit. unsold so now you. I'm, okay. Now yeah. I'm a little weary. Okay. It was also announced this past week that Robin Atkin Downs, who portrayed Travis in the first two installments, was not slated to return. Downs himself actually went to Twitter to express his disappointment using the hashtag Performance Matters. I 100% agree with that. I actually commented on it myself. And this, this did made they me... comment back to you? No, he did not, I unfortunately. Really but he, I agree that his lack of involvement in this situation is terrible because he created that character. Right. He, he was part of that character. Everything that you like about him, you dislike, everything that draws you to it, it came from him and his performance. Ooh, it's like Nathan Drake. That was exactly, that was actually one of my, my selling points here is that Uncharted is nothing without Nolan North. You cannot put another person doing Nathan Drake's voice and it oh, be no, the same. No. I was gonna say I thought I was gonna say you play Lost Legacy and and see because that game it doesn't matter that Nathan's not in it. Yeah, but I mean with him, if, yeah, if he was okay. there and it was a different voice, you're you're yeah. not gonna like no. it. You're gonna be like, I'm no, not. I don't want this. The same with a character like Mario. He's not gonna be the same when they change his voice. When Charles Martinet is no longer doing his voice. People are going to turn their backs on it. I guarantee. Did you say he's no longer a plumber? Let me get to my stories later. Damn, I busted your balls again, dude. God, it's twice this week. You got two balls, so. Anyway, no, I'm I'm disappointed, and as I said before, that that to me was important. I wanted him back when when this was announced, and I heard that I was like, dude, he better be there, and now he's not. So I'm I don't know, man. I'm disappointed. I really am. So if anyone's listening out there, damn it. R-A-D. Rad. That's what he is. Well, I say... Oh, my God. Really? No. <laughs> Rad? No. <laughs> Rad is... What Robin Atkin Downs. Yeah. Rad. Yeah, you said He's Rad. Again. Okay. What? Well, okay. Hold. Hold. Come on. on I got more news. I know, Get but I, I, wanna, I, I just want to say that I forgot what I was going to say. Say just go. Yeah, I'm going to keep going. Keep Because going. now I've got your other favorite subject to bring up. I got a lot of good... Good stuff here to talk to you about. You are excited. I am excited. You want to know what it is? Oh, well, I do. On November 5th and 6th, in select theaters across the country, we'll be showing the new Pokemon the movie, I Choose You, <laughs> which is a remake of the first season of the show. And the Pokemon company are turning the release of the movie into, into a money. very large event. Hey, do not piss on this, okay? Are you excited about this? I'm not excited, but you know what? We may have listeners out there who are excited that I'm bringing it up. They might I not guess, even know yeah. anything about I get, you know, it. What about, what about Pokemon East Coast? Man's listening right now and you just you're, burst his balls. I did. I'm just not into Pokemon. I know, but they are. And you are. You like Pokemon. Don't say they. You right there with... I brought it up, and I'm, I'm not saying that I've not enjoyed my time playing Pokemon in the past. I don't know. I guess when I look at the cute little characters and stuff, mm-hmm. I think, kid. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, leading up to the release, uh, there will be six different special Pikachus that will be available Pikachu! for Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon. Each Pikachu will have a hat that Ash wears in different regions that he travels to. Each Pikachu will also have a move set that aligns with the moves Pikachu used during that era of the show. But there's a catch. Oh, now, what is it? There's only one code that will be available starting September 19th, and people can only utilize the code at a single time. Depending on which code you use depends on which hat you will get and which moves you will get. 
So players need to choose wisely because they cannot catch them all <laughs> without mm. six copies of the game. So, with both Sun and Moon games, you could get, if you had both, you could get two, obviously. Six copies? You would have to buy six copies to of the game? To get each, because there are six different Pikachus with a special hat. Right. But you only get one code and you can only use it once. So you can only get the one Pikachu unless you have two copies of the games and you get one code for each. And you can get two. But you cannot get six unless you have six different copies of the game and you're going to go and use a code for each damn copy. Well, let me ask you this. Do you get to pick the Pikachu? That Well, that's here's what they have. They gotcha. have it listed out. Uh, from September 19th to the 25th, you can get the original hat, which is the Kanto and Johto regions. From the 26th, uh, to October 2nd, you get the Hoenn region hat. Uh, October 3rd through the 9th is the Sinnoh region hat. And if I'm if I'm saying any of these wrong, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not as big of a Pokemon fan as, as all of you out there. I apologize. On <laughs> October 10th through the 16th, you get the Unova region hat. Uh, October 17th through the 23rd, the Kalos region hat. And on the 24th through the 30th, the Alola region hat. So you have to use your code within one of these dates and you will get the code based on which date you do that. Uh, but hey, there's still more. Oh my God. Yes. I wish you'd quit. People that choose to attend the theater screening of Pokemon the movie, I Choose You, <laughs> will get two special things, a QR code and a promo card. The QR code unlocks a Pikachu wearing Ash's hat from the I Choose You movie in oh, Pokemon man. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And no details of the stats, but it's likely it's to feature a move set that's in the movie. And the promo code, or the promo card, the promo card for the long-standing trading card game is Ash's Pikachu. The super-powered card does 100 HP damage, but only has 70 HP himself. The image shows Pikachu wearing Ash's hat from the movie with the rainbow feather Ho-Oh drops in the movie. The movie's logo is stamped at the bottom of the image and is a definite must-have for Pokemon trading card collectors. Pokemon trading collectors. That's right. There are people who love that out there, and we are catering to them yeah, right now. That's fine. And they, you're right. Now on to my new favorite segment. A new one. My new favorite segment that we've been doing here recently. What is Weird it? news. Because I, like I like to find the you know, weird news. I like. I think it's weird that you never mentioned a new segment to me. You just slipped it on in there. Well, we've been talking about the random weird news, and right. I've been trying to find these. So I've got two little stories of strange... We're growing. Uh, yeah, we are. A major retailer in Japan was found selling Xbox One S consoles, not as a game console, but as an Ultra HD Blu-ray player. <laughs> The notice at the store read, super cheap and recommended, with the additional bit at the bottom, says also plays video games. Now, if you're unaware, the Xbox One has not very had a very good track record in Japan. No. So, this would actually be a pretty decent tactic. And it technically would be the cheapest Ultra HD Blu-ray player in Japan. So, right. it, it kind of works out. And I, as of right now, I don't think there's any news to state whether or not this tactic is working. But yeah, it, it, it could. And and you have to you have to imagine they must be thinking that too. I don't they know if Xbox thought of this. I think the people at the store said, "How no, no, get no, rid of these? no." I agree. I think it's it's not Microsoft. This is the store owner saying, "We've got to unload this. What are we going to do? Let's do that." 
So, and we could be wrong. And if it works, hey, good. It could be. It could be Xbox saying, hey, if we can't beat them on the uh, video game side, we go as you know HD. Whatever you want to do. But I mean, this did not seem like official print from Microsoft to say this seemed like a store written note saying here. There you go. Book paper. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, my second little bit of weird news. That, that was extremely to, weird, by the way. I know. Thank you. Uh, but you had to screw this up, is that Mario is no longer a plumber. Sorry, dude. According to the official profile. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo's official website now shows the profile of Mario, stating he's an all-around sporty guy. Whether it's tennis or baseball, soccer or car racing, he does everything cool. So he's your uncle. As a matter of fact... He also seems to have worked as a plumber a long time ago. So he's your uncle. Yeah. He's probably a painter, a plumber. Redid some bodies on cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. He did all that. And he he played he, he played football. He played softball. He's just an all around sporty guy. So so I noticed that they just call him a sporty guy, and they they mention all these sporty things he's done. But they they seem to have forgotten that he was once a carpenter. If you go back to the Donkey Kong days. Yeah. Or uh, what about a referee? I guess this would kind of be sporty. Yeah, he's and been a referee. Punch out. Yeah. He's been a golfer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's he's a sporty guy, all right. He's sporty. Good good he's for him. He's sporty. He, he doesn't need to be a plumber the rest of his life. By God, he's no. got he's got other no. things to reach out for. Well, he didn't have the pants for it. You can't see his ass crack in those, no, uh, you can't. In those overalls. No, and he's got... He, when he gets out of those overalls, maybe he'll be doing something else. Maybe he won't be labeled as a plumber anymore mm. once he ditches the overalls. But that's his signature look. You know, like, he had a hard time after um, he lost his refereeing job. He did. I think that's when he he went back to being a plumber. A little. Good deal. All right, we're going to move on to our topic this week. We actually have a topic this week. We have a topic every week. Not not always. Is it a Nintendo again? We always talk about Nintendo. <clears throat> no, no, no. No. This I think this is a good topic. It's a good conversation starter. Um this week I saw the release <laughs> or the announcement of a game called Real Farm. I don't know if you you've seen this or not. Well, I got Farming Simulator. Well, no, this is Real Farm. This is not Farming Simulator. No, this is Real Farm. Real Farm. Okay, now some details that I lifted, uh, you start from nothing, uh, you make your way up via your farming skills alone, uh-huh. and then as a contractor, you will need to work jobs and missions for other farmers, uh, gaining a reputation, earning money, so that you can eventually buy your own farm and expand from there. Now, features in this game include uh, dive into a huge open world presented with or in sumptuous native 4K, grow from a farmhand to an agricultural A-list, A-lister in career mode, uh, cultivate the role of an established farmer in free mode, sow crops, keep livestock, or both, buying and selling in real time in a real-time economy, plow straight in with pick-up-and-play controls and a comprehensive tutorial, drive and maintain a massive array of farm vehicles and machinery. Now, I'm bringing this up because this is not the first game of its kind. No. Uh, we had Farming Simulator 17 come out earlier this year. Uh, obviously, The Sims is popular. You've got Flight Simulator. And then even to some degree, you have Madden, NBA, 2K. Yeah. Like I said, to, to a degree. I would take that. I wouldn't put that in there. And Edit that you're out. Still, you're still playing. It's yeah, simulated. But, it's, but it, you're not simulating life. But it's, but it's not... 
It's not it's exaggerated. Just, well, I guess you get racing simulators. Right. I guess that'd be a sports simulator, I guess. So, my question here, and the reason I want to bring this up, is what what exactly is the driving force behind these games? Like, what is it innately in our minds? Do we say, I want to go play The Sims. I want to just walk around and live life that I could actually do in real life, but I'm going to do it like this. Well, I mean, I could understand like real farm and farm farming simulator. You got people that live in the city that ain't going to ever be a farmer, but always wanted to. Mm-hmm. I guess you could, in a way, see what it would be like. You know, there's some things out there that you can, video games that kind of show you a glimpse into something. Mm-hmm. And see, and that's, with, with flight simulator, that made more sense to me because that's something... Not everybody can do. And this gives you the ability or the understanding of how to fly a plane right. or something of that nature. So it gives you that, that sense of understanding and ultimately, I guess, some, some satisfaction. I remember the first flight simulator I had. Mm-hmm. It was on my Commodore 64. <laughs> it had a manual like thicker than the Bible. And it was imagine. like flight controls. <laughs> and it was like legit. I could probably fly a plane at seven. You know? <laughs> If I went over here to the airport, I could take one of those Cessnas. I could just, we'd be going somewhere. I have no doubt. But I guess the, the, again, the question goes back to what is it exactly? Are we just, are we trying to fulfill desires we can know we cannot get anywhere else? I mean, what, what is it, it exactly about The Sims that is driving us? I mean, there's nothing in The Sims that I'm doing that I couldn't possibly not exactly. do in life. You're right. That means you can do something different than you did before. Right. And everybody is just, they hang on that, you know, like, mm-hmm. God, like, I wish I could go back and, and finish college and keep playing baseball, you know? Yeah. In the Sims, I could. <laughs> you know, see? It's like so it's, like that. it's fulfilling fantasies through video games. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I guess that wasn't much of a topic. <laughs> you sound so defeated, dude. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I, I was kind of hoping that there would be something more to it. it. That it's not just desires, but there's something more to it. Well, but I'm not really sure what what else it could be. You don't know what else it could be. I, I, it's just really goes back to desire, I think. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. <laughs> I feel just, sorry for you, dude. I'll leave it. No, no, no. no I, like I feel, I feel like I did something bad. No, no, no. You didn't do anything bad. I just felt like it was something worth talking about. But we, you and know, we like, talked about it like briefly. I really had a really good answer to you, and you're like, you okay, did. Like, good. damn, you know, that's great. Good topic. Yeah. Good no, no heavy discussions, no anything. Damn that's it. what we need to okay. John, damn it. We need a third party to John counteract. John said you poop and you do the helicopter with your tail. That's right. He would have kept this going and gotten you all riled up, and then it would have just gone on for well, hours. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like, okay. that was your plan the whole time you yeah. did that topic. Like, what would John could be there today? Like, how can I get them fighting? Mm-hmm. Now it, it's all failed. I failed, dude. I okay. Feel, I feel well, bad, you know really. what? Screw it. We're going to move on to release dates. Uh, not a lot coming out. I think Destiny is still kind of, yeah. you know, Ain't overshadowing the release dates here. But uh, September 12th, we have uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2018 coming out for PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, and PC. And PC. On September 14th, we have the DLC for Dishonored, uh, Death of the Outsider, coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 is coming out for PC. And on September 15th, because Nintendo has to be odd, uh, Metroid Samus Returns for the 3DS. Do you think it, it's a popular enough game to warrant like an awkward release date like that? They do that all the time. It has to be on these oddball dates, I've noticed, with them. That's fine. That's fine. Because I think uh, 
Super Smash Brothers Brawl. I think that was the one on the Wii. Yeah. It came out on Saturday, I remember. That was actually one of the few times I actually went to a midnight release. Because I wanted that game so bad. You wanted it so bad. I did. And I stayed up till like 3 o'clock in the morning playing it. I remember that the, the only release I ever went to and stood in line was not a game. It was for the PS3. That was mm-hmm. the last time I remember, you know, it being like that. Yeah. I go up to Walmart and sit in line from 12 until 5. And then they come out and they go, hey, we got 12 of them. But everybody can only get one per household. And one of the, the guy in the very front trying to buy two of them and they let him do it and then I'm don't get one because well they had I wanted the 60 gigabyte model right mm-hmm. I'm not going to settle for the 20 gigabyte model so when they they come to me and they're like hey you get the 20 gigabyte model I said hell no I don't I'm out I sit in line for five hours for nothing I bought Guitar Hero and went home <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for this week's retro review oh my god I've been I've really been just thinking about it since last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, any time that you guys want to do this, y'all, y'all are more no, than I like welcome. it. I like it when you do it. You like, like what I'm doing? You get more excited about it, and I like, in a sense, tearing your excitement down, <laughs> like you did earlier. <laughs> yeah, I, like I so deflated you. Like I'm so sorry for that, but no, that's okay. probably the worst I ever felt when I did it. I'll admit that. <laughs> that's fine. It's fine. Okay, just making sure. But no, I've got a good one, and I'm gonna gush. I'm gonna. I'm You're gonna, gonna talk gush. About Have I played this? Uh, I'm probably going to say no. Oh, well, this Because I don't think that you're a fan enough to warrant playing it. It's probably Pokemon in it. No. Okay. Because Pokemon's a little too popular, I think. Oh, in the so game I'm not world. popular. No, no, no. I think it's it, when it comes to games. I'm trying to, to hit games <laughs> that maybe went off the radar. The, you know, we're not going right. to do a retro review of Super Mario Brothers because... I could, Why not? Well... I mean, you can do that if you want to do it. I don't want to do that. Okay. Well, I'm going to do one. Hang on. <laughs> do you have the game with you? No. Oh, I thought you spun out of your bag, dude. You got your cell phone. Okay, are you ready for this? Yeah. Are you ready for this? I think I am. Super Godzilla. No, never played it. Okay. Can you can you guess what console it came out on? Nintendo. Which Which one? The regular Nintendo. No. Super Godzilla. Don't 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 forget have played this game yet? I don't know. But don't forget that Super was on just about every Super Nintendo title. Oh, I said I wasn't paying attention. You did say Super. Mm -hmm. Super Godzilla. This is released on the Super NES in Japan on December twenty third, nineteen ninety three, and then in North America on July nineteen ninety four. Now, this game was unlike other games of the era. This was not a straight action game. Uh, The player had to guide Nintendo into different levels by pressing the adequate button at the appropriate place. What was his name? This was... Huh? What was his name? Godzilla. You just said Nintendo. No, no, no. I swear to God, it's not like you said I'm pretty sure I said Godzilla. Player had to guide Nintendo. 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 Wrong. Anyway... You had to guide Godzilla through this map. He would be on the top, and you would see the map at the bottom. You had to guide the little dot at the be- <laughs> at the bottom, and that would be you moving Godzilla through this map to find the monster in which you were going to go up against. So you really just moved the dot? 
at the time until you got to the monster. Now the monster, you were a little blue dot and the monster was a little red dot. Right. So once you got to the monster and you actually crossed paths, then you would actually meet. And then the screen up above where you saw Godzilla kind of marching about would then turn into a combat system mode. So you would see Godzilla at top and you'd see, you know, the other monster on the other side. And then you would have to approach him, punch him, and try to do what you can. However, this is not a you know fighting game like you would normally think of, because this could easily have been one of those games where you just punch and kick and punch and kick and just that's a button it. masher. Yeah, but this you had to strategically move into to fight. Once you got a few punches in, then you back up, and then this little gauge would filter through your move set, which would be a, uh, I think it was a headbutt, a tail whip. Um, feel like there's another you could probably breathe uh, fire. no there was a um body slam or i guess you were more moving your own body into it right and then you had your atomic breath and then your mega atomic breath so you'd get those moves and it would go into a cinematic if you choose it and then you would attack the monster and it would just kind of go through this until your health bar or their health depleted completely and then right. you win and then you move on to the next stage so, when you're walking around the city, what are you doing? You're just walking around the city. You just, hey. Hanging out. Hey, playing Nintendo. Going? Just walking around. Mm-hmm. Playing Nintendo. Because yeah. you're playing Nintendo. So, that's what you're doing. That's what you said. <clears throat> What's your guy? No. Who's playing Nintendo? Oh, my God. I'm confused. You're Hank, playing You're playing Nintendo. I'm playing Nintendo. I'm playing right. Godzilla on Super NES. I'm walking him around the city. Just right. pressing that's what I heard a direction. You say a earlier. I'm just pressing a direction. If I need him to go up, I just press up and he'll start going up. If I press left, he'll go left. So on and so forth. The same thing. That's how it works. Yeah, but it's you, very basic. You confused me when you said you're playing Nintendo. I'm like, why are you, why are you playing Nintendo in the game? I thought you were playing in the game. You're also playing Nintendo. No, 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 no. no just no. confused me. I didn't hear you. Well, anyway, in the game, I mean, again, you're controlling Godzilla. However, Godzilla is being mind controlled in this game. So you're being controlled by these uh, Japanese officials. They're they're scientists, you know. Some they're trying to use you as a weapon, but not really as a weapon. It's more you're you're helping humanity. You're saving the world, and (laughs) only Godzilla can do it. I'm sure it's based on a movie. There were elements in a movie, but I don't think they controlled him quite like they did here. So you had to fight um, various monsters from the movies. You had. King Ghidorah, uh-huh. and if you're if you're a fan of Godzilla, you'll know who I'm talking about. If you're not, then you're going to be lost. But you had to fight King Ghidorah first, then you moved on to Mecha Godzilla, right? Then it was Biolante, uh, and then Batra, then Mecha King God- uh, Ghidorah, excuse me, and then your final boss was a character named Baran or Bar. It's Barry. No, no, no. Uh, Barry. He just right down the street. Bag Bagan or Bagan. However you want to pronounce it. Bilbo Baggins. B-A-G-A-N. Baggins. This character was supposed to be a villain in one of the movies, but he never got used. I think they substitute him for another character. So they just said, all right, well, we'll just take this element and we'll put it in the game. And then there you go. It'll work. What did he look like? Uh, He kind of reminded me of another character, an older character named Baragon. Mm -hmm. And that might be why they didn't use him. But I'm not saying he was specifically like him. He just he vaguely res- resembled that character. Was he cool? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it was still cool to see him here and there. Anyway, uh, so the story, if you want to know the story, 
because I said the, you know the, the scientists had to capture or start controlling Godzilla. Right. When King Ghidorah suddenly attacks Osaka, the military deploys this deploys the Super X2 to locate Godzilla, and they use a transmitter to control the mutant dinosaur. Why you would call him that? I don't know. Godzilla is led dinosaur. to Osaka. Yeah, he's a dinosaur. <clears throat> he fights and kills Ghidorah. His head actually does pop off, which is kind of interesting. Whose head? King Ghidorah's. Because that's a plot point. Because it's going to come back later. Oh, yeah, I feel like I've seen that part. You may have. It's in a movie. Uh, immediately afterwards, God, er, Ghidorah's body vanishes on an alien spaceship, and the invited, invaders, whew, the invaders reveal oh, that they were controlling Ghidorah and demand that the human race surrender. Meanwhile, another Godzilla appears at Mount Fuji, and they take him to Mount Fuji, where he confronts the <laughs> new Godzilla, but who might it be? Mecha Godzilla. And what was funny about this is I think they had originally intended for it to be like the design was supposed to be the uh, Mecha Godzilla design from the 90s version. But for us, since that movie had not come out at the time, they used the original Mecha Godzilla design. So I guess they didn't want us to see all the awesomeness that was Mecha Godzilla 2 before, you know, the movie was over here. Right. And it was several years later, 97, 98, whenever the, the U.S. Godzilla movie came out. Those movies actually made their way stateside. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway. Uh, after you beat him, you have to go to another area, Lake Ashino, and there you will find the plant-like clone of Godzilla, the Biolanti, and you fight him. <laughs> you fight a corn Godzilla? Uh, no, it's, it's more like Swamp Thing Godzilla. Swamp Thing, yeah. And that's not even the best description. It's just a very vague. It's a Godzilla with weeds on it. Yeah. Uh, a mutant dinosaur. That, see, you're simplifying it. No, no, no. It's more. Anyway, forget it. Uh, Dr. Shir- <laughs> Shirogami injects some of this serum uh, into Godzilla to make him stronger that they got off the, the Biolanti creature. The aliens then unleash Batra in Yokohama and he lays an egg to hatch. Oh, and Godzilla no. travels to Yokohama, kills Batra, and destroys the egg before it hatches. But if you don't destroy the egg, guess what happens? You have to fight that bastard twice. Oh, so you hell no. destroy that egg. Hey, did you find out the hard way? Yes, numerous yeah. times. Did you cry as a little boy? No, it was just like, why do I, have to, I don't want to have to fight this guy twice. Bullshit. Uh, then you travel to Yokohama. Or no, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's still in Yokohama. All right, Mecha, God, or Mecha King Ghidorah returns, and the aliens reveal that they had several capsules around the city that are holding Shirogami's serum. If Godzilla can find the serum before Mecha King Ghidorah destroys 50% of the city, he will mutate into a more powerful form. Dun, dun, dun. He succeeds and confronts Mecha King Ghidorah. Ghidorah. What? He confronts Mecha King Ghidorah. Say it like that. No. <laughs> the monster, there's the cyborg monster, is easily outmatched by Godzilla's newfound power and is destroyed. However, the bar, battle is far from over. Now, at that point, when I'm talking, you turn into a mutated form. Yeah. That's where you become Super Godzilla, and you're, you're For bigger. Five minutes in the game, and you got spikes. No, no, this is maybe a good hour in the game. I could sit down and actually play this in one setting. It's not that hard. I don't. How, many, how long? How long is it? Good hour. At least. How come, like, all those games don't... Like, now, if a game's an hour long, there will be people pissed off. Because I think they were much harder to beat. Because you take a look. I remember spending hours upon hours on games and getting frustrated and feeling like, why why can't I beat this game? And I know I've spent hours playing it, but yet you see people do speed runs on these games now. 
three and minutes. Thirty minutes, you know, less than that or more than that sometimes. And it's just it's insane. Like, what the dude can beat Mario in like what five minutes? Twelve was it five? I think I it's five. Twelve was like the. It, there might be. I don't know. It's worth a Google. I feel like they're cheating. Let's see how much. No. Well, no, you you can t- you find that while I'm telling you the rest of the story. Okay, tell me. I'm gonna list. I'm gonna look this up, and you just read the rest of the story. Well, the aliens traveled to China, where they awaken an ancient creature called Bagan or Bagan, whatever you want to say, and inject him with a sample of that serum. Serum. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Inject him with a sample of that serum, making him just as powerful as Godzilla. The two titans battle in the ruins of Yokohama, and Bagan proves to be more challenging than all the other monsters he had faced. However, eventually, Godzilla bests Bagan, or Bagan. I don't know how to pronounce it. I really don't. Which sounds better? Bagan. I like that. Okay, and the aliens retreat, but not before promising revenge. The serum eventually wears off, and Godzilla returns to his normal form. And then the Super X2 disables the transmitter and releases Godzilla from their control. And he can go back to the ocean and humanity is indebted to their savior. It's pretty cool, huh? It's very cool. That was a great story. It's four minutes, 57. Bullshit. I don't buy it. I've watched those playthroughs. There's no way. There's no way. I'm sorry. Do you ever watch them when they jump over a character and you see their foot touches their head? They explained it's muscle memory. Shit. Well, as long as they don't... They, they, I will admit this. There are some speed runs that are bullshit and, and the hitboxes are all wrong mm. and it looks like it could be a video um, like doctored. But the world record speed... The world speed record by that's in Guinness's Book of World Records is 4 minutes and 57 seconds. Well, if they are, hmm. It's actually four minutes, 57 seconds, and 427 hundredths. Is that the, what the hell it goes? What is it? Thousands? Uh, Thousands like of a second. Mm-hmm. That's it. And the, other, the previous record was four minutes, 57 seconds, and 260 thousandths of a second. He had the both records. Same guy. I'll buy it. Said it's a lot of muscle memory. After the warp zones, it's a lot of muscle memory. Well, good on them, I guess. But I don't know. It's hard to believe sometimes when you watch it. That's our show, man. That is it. I'm done. Well, you really didn't do anything. I'm done enough. I've done enough. I hope John's back next week. I would hope so, too. We need a buffer between us. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Getting tired of you. I'm tired of you, too. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners out there following our podcast across the web. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Music, YouTube, and Podbean, our main hosting site, which allows you to download our show and take it on the road. And you can listen whenever and wherever you want. Tell your friends about us and share the love. And why not leave us a comment and tell us what you think of the show? We'll take any comments or criticisms. You can follow us on Facebook, join our community page, start a conversation, give us topics of what you want us to cover, and while you're there, ask John a question. Yeah, it's when a he comes community. back, he'll he'll need all these questions, and yeah. no one is giving us questions. We still have question. one question. Yeah, we we do, but we're yeah. we should have we should have five weeks. Or no, it's only been four. Well, four no, weeks. It'll be three five weeks. weeks next week. I don't know. He goes on honeymoon that long. Well, it seems longer, doesn't it? God, he's so lazy. I know. He better bring my shot glasses back. Yeah, he better. 
Now, if you want to support the show further, you can go to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions to give a little money, receive exclusive benefits, such as behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and early access content. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thanks. I am Stephen so, White. And you and you are Stephen White. Uh-huh. And you're, I am I'm Chancho. Chancho. Chancho Smith. Uh. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. Until next time, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.